The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. My name's Mark Victor. Uh, it's true, I'm a lawyer. I'm very proud to be a lawyer. I think lawyers actually do very important jobs. I know there's lots of lawyer jokes. Maybe some of them are true. But um, like every other profession, we have good and bad. And uh, I'm very proud to be a lawyer. I'm also very proud to be a United States Marine. I served uh, our country in the Marine Corps. I'm a huge fan of the United States Marine Corps. But you know what I want to talk to you guys about today? I'm going to start with my favorite word, perspective, perspective. If you get the right perspective in your head at any time, in any situation, you can actually be happy. You can realize what your life is about. None of this is BS. I'm telling you the truth. I could prove this to you very quickly. First, do you live in the Ukraine? Oh, you don't live in the Ukraine? You have lots of reasons to be very happy about your life right now. You live better than the richest kings lived just a few, maybe a hundred years ago. This is the best time ever to be alive, ever. You live better than 99.999% of humans who have ever lived, ever. And you live arguably in the best place in the entire world. So we have good reason to be happy. Life is good. I didn't make any of this up. Next time you're feeling sad, remember what I just said. Guaranteed. Change your perspective. But we could do a lot better than we're doing right now. We're adrift. We're here right now. We can improve things on the planet. We still got lots of problems. People are still starving around the world. Far fewer than ever before. We're moving in the right direction. But they're still starving. And we can do things to fix that. We're at odds with each other. We're in different camps. I don't know which camp you're in, but you're probably in a camp. You're a member of some tribe. I want to present something to you. The most important thing going on in the world right now. I'm asking you, the people in this room, I've already interacted with some of you guys. There's leaders in here. Good thinkers, people who can speak. I'm asking you to help with the most important project in the entire world. It's called the Live and Let Live Global Peace Movement. And we are trying to change the world for the better. I want to tell you about it, but I want to ask you to do something first. 
This is hard to do. Think of it like a thought experiment. My wife, A, who's here, she said, Mark, describe it like an Etch-a-Sketch. I said, well, okay, they got to be as old as us for that. Most people aren't going to know what an Etch-a-Sketch is, but some of you guys know. Just clear the screen. Can you start from scratch? Give me an opportunity to just talk to you for a minute. I'm not going to tell you anything about my personal positions because it doesn't matter. We got to get along. There are ways we can get along, actually. If you pay attention to how the planet's been moving in the right direction, we've been coalescing around certain principles, important principles that can get us in the right direction. That's why things are generally moving in the right direction overall, on the macro level, even though we're adrift right now. We have lots of dangerous problems in the world right now. I don't really need to tell you the urgency of us getting this done, do I? This pandemic we just went through, think of it as practice. We have synthetic biology coming up in the world. There are people in the world working with that technology to do bad things, like create dangerous pandemics, more communicable, more deadly. We got artificial intelligence coming up. We're not going to be the smartest things anymore by a long shot. How that's going to, how's that going to affect things? Should we be thinking about that? We have nukes everywhere. Right now, as we sit here, we worry about whether one guy is going to launch a nuke. Could affect the whole world. I didn't even mention some of the other things that are going on. We've got to start... We, we need to get the reasonable people of the world to step up and get together. So forget everything that the R's say. and Forget everything that the D's say. Forget everything your mom said. Can we just start from scratch? That's what I'm suggesting. There are ways we can get along. We got to stop forcing, trying to force other people to live like we live. We got to live and let live. Live and let live. We got to do both things. What do I mean as a lawyer? We got to take our morality out of the law. We can't tell people how to live their lives. That goes for every area. We can demand some things from them, and we should. You know what we should demand in an unapologetic kind of way? Let's demand that they don't digress against us. That's what we have a right to demand from them. Nobody gets to aggress. Keep your hands to yourself, and don't take the other kids' toys without their permission. You learn that in kindergarten. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't take the other kids' toys without their permission. Don't initiate force against any person or their property. Don't engage in fraud. Don't engage in coercion. And don't do anything ever that puts another person in danger. We lawyers say, don't do anything that creates a substantial risk of harm to another person or their property. It's a big category. Lots to talk about. It's what we do in the law. Don't worry about that. We're working on that. That's what we do in criminal law. 
We got that figured out. Different places have different takes on that. It's okay. What's reckless driving here in New York City? Driving your vehicle in a way that creates a substantial risk to another person or their property. What that is here in New York City is different than what it is in Montana. Probably for good reasons. It's okay. We don't have to agree on every single thing. We're not pushing utopia, are we? Utopia is not an option. Neither is perfection. Not an option. But make it better than it is now. Just get your brain around what I'm going to call rule number one. Don't be an aggressor. Can you agree with me on that rule? Is there any exception to that rule? Can we feel the same way about that rule as to every issue? And let's apply it to every person. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care where you were born. I don't care whether you love the Lord, hate the Lord, don't believe in the Lord. Don't care where you were born, what holidays you celebrate, what foods you eat, who you love. We're all the same. We're brothers and sisters. Let's start acting like it. Nobody gets to aggress. I don't care what your goal is. I don't care that you formed a little group. You and your pals with your group, you don't get to aggress. I don't care if it's a big group. I don't care if it's a corporation. I don't care if it's the government. I don't care if you wear a badge, if you have a fancy hat, what your title is, who sent you, who you work for. If you are aggressing, you are in the wrong. Period. Can we just get our heads around that? That should be rule number one. If that's not rule number one, there's no other rule we can make, right? We need that rule. We call that in our live and let live movement, the legal principle. That's because we want everything, all the laws to be consistent with that one rule. Don't be an aggressor. That's the rule. Rule number one, don't be an aggressor. If you like that rule, you're halfway to being a live and let liver, because we only got two rules in our movement. And by the way, if you don't agree with rule number one, I'd love to hear from you. Please, tell me why you think it's okay to aggress against your fellow human being. What gives you the right to stick your hands on another person or take their stuff? I'd like to have that conversation with you. I'm sure you have important goals and things you want to do. You don't do it that way. The legal principle, the one I don't feel bad forcing on everybody. Nobody should get to aggress, period, ever, never, on every issue. But that's it. I don't force anything else on you, and I don't think you should force anything else on me. So we have a second rule. It's a total suggestion. Free to blow it off. Say, Mark, I hate everything about rule number two. I'm not following it. Fine. I defend your right. And I want to say this clearly. I defend your right to ignore my suggestions. I do. I don't care. If you're not violating rule number one, you get to act however you want to act. But rule number one is be a good human. Be a good human. Can you handle that? I don't know. Some of you are now saying, oh, what's a good human? You know. Don't give me that. You had a decent mom or dad or someone who raised you. You already know what be a good human is. For, but for those of you who don't, and agree, look, 
There are things on the edges we're going to disagree on. That's fine. We can disagree at the edges. No problem. It's all a suggestion anyways. We have some suggestions. We call them our aspirational values. Open-mindedness. Can you just be open-minded on every issue? If somebody changes your mind, you should thank them. They helped you. They improved you. They did a huge service. I love to have my mind changed on anything. Be open-minded. That's all. Tolerant. Number two, tolerant. Be tolerant of other people. Legally tolerant. Respect their rights to just, okay, they're doing stuff you don't like. They believe things you don't believe. They say things that offend you. They live in ways you don't prefer. Okay, tolerate them. Voluntary kindness, not forced kindness. I know, we got things we want to do, but we don't force other people to do them. That violates rule number one. But doesn't mean we don't care about them. We do. Voluntary kindness, this is where we do all that great stuff. Stop talking about it, let's do it. Civility. I don't call people names if I can help it. Look, I'm not perfect, right? But let's try to be civilized. Can we agree to disagree? Sometimes we disagree. It's okay. We have to call each other names. We have to act like people act on the internet. Let's lead. Let's be civilized. Let's build high levels of trust with our fellow brothers and sisters. Your good relationships those are the ones with the high level of trust, right? Your bad ones have the low level of trust. We're suggesting here, suggesting, work on building high levels of trust with everybody. We care about facts, truth, justice, wherever they lead. Even if it's different than what I believe right now. Why do we care about this stuff? Why do we have rule number two? I'm going to lay it on you and tell you why. We want to optimize human happiness and well-being. And we want to minimize suffering. That's why we have rule number two. You can ignore it. You can say, I don't care about any of that stuff, Mark. Okay, I'll defend your right. As I will in the First Amendment context. You have a right to say things I disagree with. I've represented people as someone who was raised Jewish with Nazi tattoos. And I did it because I believe in a principle. Everybody gets a fair trial. I don't care what you're accused with. In the same way, I defend your right to be a peaceful jerk. I might, I'm going to talk, try to talk you out of it. I'm going to try to persuade you on rule number two as much as I can. But if you disagree, all right, you disagree. You won't be counted among my friends. By the way, you want to be a friend of mine? You have to agree with both rules. I'll deal with you, no problem. I insist you agree with rule number one. That's the one I insist. We call this live and let live. That's the way we can get along together. Live. What does that mean? 
You're in charge of you. You're in charge of your life. What else could live mean? That's what live means. If you like this phrase, live and let live, you're going to be on board and help us change the world. But just because you have a right to live your life, which means you get to be, as I like to say, the iron-fisted dictator of you. You are in charge of your body, your property, your money, your time. You are the owner of those things. That means you decide what happens with them. Not me. Not the majority. Not anybody else. You. As long as you don't violate rule number one. That's let live. That's let live. Let other people do what you have a right to do. To control their body, property, money, and time. Just like you do. That's what let live means. But just because i got to let you live doesn't mean I don't care about how you're living. we got lots of things to say here. Rule number two. We're saying be a good human. We're saying a few other things. We're saying bring the best version of you. Step up. Bring a whole new you to the table. If we're going to do this, we've got to lead. We've got to set the example for others. We've got to present as professional as we can, knowing that we're all imperfect. We're going to make mistakes. That's fine. Let's own them when we make them. No biggie. You make a mistake, you know what you do? You say, oops, I made a mistake. You own it. Building high levels of trust as soon as you do that. Figure out what you did wrong and fix it. Learn from it. It's not the end of the world. I'm asking you to help. Join us. Go to liveandletlive.org. People all over the world are blasting the shaka from Hawaii. It's part of our logo. Live and let live. We have chapters in Africa, lots in Europe. People in Canada, throughout the U.S., New Zealand. Had a woman I'm speaking to now in Australia who wants to start a new chapter. We're also 501c3. You can make a donation. There's lots of things we have planned. We're planning an international holiday called International Live In, Let Live Day. Holiday we can celebrate all over the globe, our new community. That's our community. It's not your local town, city, state, country even. Sorry, we live in a global community now. We travel globally, we trade globally, we have threats all over the place, globally. That's our community. Let's get past all this ridiculous stuff that we're talking about now. And focus on the things that are really important. Making sure that smaller and smaller groups of people can't do greater and greater amounts of harm. That's what we're facing. So again, get involved. Join the movement. You know what you got to do to join the movement? Check the box that says, I agree with rule number one and rule number two. And if you disagree with either of those rules, I'd love to hear from you. I'm easy to reach. You can get me at mark at liveandletlive.org, real easy. You can get me at my law firm, Attorneys for Freedom, 
pro-freedom law firm that happened to have started the Live and Let Live movement with a whole bunch of other awesome people around the world who are our founders. We need leaders. You guys want to lead? You got a better project? Let me know. I'll join yours. It's our project now. It's our world. They're our lives. You want to leave the world better than you found it? I do. If you do, let's work together. Anyways, my name's Mark Victor. Love to hear from anybody. I'm easy to get a hold of. And thank you so much for your time and attention. Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.